0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2013. Today it's a Resistance briefing with this one. We are all caught up on Resistance at this point and we're talking about The Mutiny, which is episode 14 from season 2 of the series. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, yes, The Mutiny. This is a full spoiler breakdown of the episode, so if you haven't watched it, blah, 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 you know how this goes. So, let's dig into it. I will say, from the top, that this episode compared to the last three episodes was, yeah, I mean, not exactly my favorite, alright? It's still a good episode, alright, don't get me wrong about that. Still enjoyable and has its charms, but definitely not the same level of excitement and action and suspense and interest and humor and all that as the previous three episodes so kind of a step down in that regard but as I said still had its charms but also had some confusing bits to it as well. For a start, the logline talked about Axe Tagren and Norath Kev appearing in this episode as well. You will remember them as the bounty hunter and the resistance spy from the previous two-episode story arc. Why they weren't in this episode, I don't know. I'm actually wondering if this was just an error in the Disney ABC Press website or something like that. But it occurred to me that there was a possibility they may have been in the episode and just cut for some reason, somehow, but we'll get to the possibilities of where they could have come into play as we go through the episode. The other thing that was a little bit odd was sort of the premise of this episode, which is that the pirates don't necessarily like being confined to the Colossus, and cenara tries to reason with Captain Doza about this, saying that you're just going to make the pirates angrier and make them want to rebel. Doza's... Concern is that the pirates are going to betray them somehow if he lets them go. But Kragan, the head of the pirates, is able to come and go as he pleases, apparently because he goes out to meet a weapons distributor who turns out to be Sidon Ithano, a.k.a. the Crimson Corsair, who we briefly saw in The Force Awakens. That's the guy with whom Finn was trying to hitch a ride off a of Takadana with before the Hosnian Cataclysm happened. So, I guess I don't get why Kragan was allowed to leave in the first place when the conversation with Doza and Sonara seemed to suggest that they weren't allowed to leave, but apparently he was allowed to leave, so I don't get it. Anyway, once he gets back with his cargo, he's put on lockdown by Doza, who is annoyed that he took off. Yeah, again, whatever. But it turns out that the cargo is a bunch of B2 super battle droids, and Kragan has a plan to take over the Colossus, with these battle droids. Unfortunately, they are old and messed up and not quite working right. But it turns out that there is a solution for them in the personage of Niku, who is sent by Doza and Yeer to do some sort of systems check on the computer terminals in the pirates' area of the ship. The pirates co-opt him into fixing these battle droids under the presumption that... Craig and, and the rest of the gang acquired them to help with ship security and so they're doing those a favor. Actually, right? They're not actually trying to take over the ship. They're just trying to help the ship stay more secure and protect it against future First Order incursions. Now, comedically, it turns out that there is a B-1 battle droid that somehow wound up in the shipment. Kragen thinks that he was just included as a bonus from the shipment. And I have to say, I like B-1 battle droids in animation. I feel like they get more leeway to be comedic, right? There are certain comedic elements to them in, say, Revenge of the Sith, briefly, but not so much in The Force Awakens, or not, <laughs> Force Awakens, excuse me, The Phantom Menace, when they're first introduced. But in animation, they are allowed to be more comedic, which kind of goes along with the notion that the longer they are out in the galaxy and in operation the more opportunities they have to pick up programming flutters and have personality quirks and so on as long as their memories aren't wiped or anything like that. And this B-1 isn't completely wildly comedic but certainly has the leeway to be somewhat comedic and they give him that leeway to a degree. So, Niku fixes the B-2s, and the pirates say, great, and then throw him in a storage container so that he can't alert Doza before the B-2s go on a rampage to take over the ship with the pirates. But it turns out that Niku was actually being sent as a spy for Doza and Yeager to see what was going on, and that he reprogrammed the B-1 to be the commander of the B-2s, unbeknownst to the pirate Kragan. Naturally, that situation ends up being a just at the last minute, when Doza's is about to be walked out the magnetic field into space, that's when everything ends up turning out just right. So, as far as when Norath Kev could have been involved in this, Kaz is jealous and confused and saying, "I'm the spy. Like, why wasn't I picked for this mission?" So I'm surprised that Norath Kev wasn't somehow involved in the planning. Of this mission, they sent Niku because Niku is well liked by the pirates. Norath Kev wouldn't be trusted because he would be a new addition to the crew, and Kaz is not liked by the pirates necessarily, so he wouldn't be sent. But having Norath Kev be involved potentially in the discussion could have been a place where that character might have appeared in the episode. As far as Ax Targrin goes. Well, Sonara actually brokers the release of the pirates, says you don't want them just staying here, taking up all your resources, you could just throw them on their ship, get rid of the hyperdrive, disable it, and you know take it out, and leave them adrift, basically, and let them find their own way, and then the Colossus can take off. The Colossus doesn't actually take off at the end of the episode, but it probably should just jump to hyperspace away, so that way the pirates have no idea really where they've gone, but... It seems like a, a stinger for the episode could have been the pirates hooking up with Axed Hagrid and agreeing to help the bounty hunter try to track down the Colossus because Craig and the rest of the pirates would want to get revenge on Doza and the residents of the Colossus for the way that they've been treated. And certainly Axed Hagrid has an axe to grind, wink wink, nudge nudge, and wants to capture the... Residents of the Colossus and the Resistance spies that slipped out of his grasp so he could make his bounty money for the the First Order and probably save face in that regard, too. So, anyway. There you go. That is the breakdown on The Mutiny, episode 14 of Season 2, Resistance. And as far as what's to come for Resistance, well, we'll talk about that after the break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So, the synopsis, the logline for episode 15 of the series is The New World, or that's the title of the episode. The logline for it is that Doza takes the Colossus to a hidden world on the Outer Rim, but finds that it's inhabited by beings who don't like them, There are no references to special guest appearances, guest actors, guest voices, or anything like that, so it implies that it is just going to be the crew of the Colossus involved in this, and none of our new folks like the Sith Treasure Hunter, or the Resistance Spy, or the Bounty Hunter, or any people who are to come, like the Eozian Queen, who's going to appear in episode 16, voiced by Lucy Lawless. Don't know if this is an intro to that whole situation yet. That would be kind of interesting if it is. But anyway, that's as much as we know about the new world right now. And that's where we are going to end things for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.